Welcome back to another episode of Love, Life, and Legacy, a podcast dedicated, devoted, determined to help you reach sexual integrity and navigate these hyper-sexualized times of ours so that you can win on your own terms according to your ideals so that you can have sexual oneness with the divine. I hope I'm waxing poetic today because I feel poetic. It's a beautiful day. And in today's podcast, we're going to be talking about setting conditions, which is a really cool way of essentially becoming and embodying and having everything in your life that you want. And to even learn how to identify what it is that you want. It's basically how to customize your life one period of time at a, at a time. So like every 21 days, imagine chasing after a goal and reaching it. That's what's possible with a condition. So if you want to curate your life and have exactly the life of your dreams, then this is the podcast episode for Chow. So welcome and let's get into it. Hello, everybody. Welcome. 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 And Welcome. To all three of you listening to our podcast still. No way. We are killing it. We're killing it out there. We're finding our people. I didn't know that we that, that was going to be the official welcome. I thought you were going to cut me off and say, no, let's start that again. So this is this is new territory because we've never just gone for it, but we're going for it. So welcome. This is going to be a raw episode. Mm. I've actually really, uh, that point you said we're finding our people. That's, that's actually what's been really exciting me these days is, uh, the response that we're finally beginning to get with this podcast and, Mm. and people they're liking it, it's helping them. And that's really gratifying. So thank you all for sharing, reaching out to us saying you like this episode, you like that episode. And, uh, just knowing that we're not two idiots ranting into microphones, it, it makes a difference. And for anybody who is out there and and you've been listening to multiple episodes, you will notice that Sammy always tries to self-deprecate. And I always say, no way, man. We're better than that, man. We're doing really well. We have the most unique podcast about sex ever in history, in all of history. Like name name another show that goes has an episode like Gene and then an, and, and then another episode like uh My and then the topics that we're covering is like not because of us but because the era in which we live we have access to all sorts of information that could not have been covered. Plus we're doing the work of of the the saints and sages of yore that would not I mean, before, like to be a saint, you had to flog yourself 12 times a day. And these days we just have to be really good lovers to our wife. So, I mean, it's a pretty sweet era in which we live, Sammy. So I'll take the middle ground. I'll say, yeah, we're doing awesome. But I just want to point out that the examples of awesome that we're producing for people have nothing to do with either of us. They were just people that we happened to bring on to the podcast. So maybe things are going well, despite us. Seems to be where you're going with this. I'm not. No, I'm not going to go there, Sammy. You you always carry around a little sack of butts. You have a little bag of butts, and you say, "Yeah, but <laughs> no, no butts today. It's it's raw. We are doing well, and we're just getting started. So thank you for listening. But that is so true. We have a we. There's so much more for us to give, and we're just getting started with what we have to share with you guys. So look forward to the future. And also, we're just we're scratching the surface on a lot of these topics. You cannot understand what 
sexuality is, what it really, really is, uh, without a lot of thought, a lot of grappling and a lot of trial and error. And, uh, I, I, I'm just coming to realizations every single week myself. And it's just because we're dwelling, um, in a, in a space that people just haven't had the opportunity to dwell in. Okay. Let's just say that. Um, we have all the, all the forces are aligning for us to have amazing lives. We have, you know, healthy psychology, which promotes, you know, staying together and not ripping apart and hurting each other. There's sociology, there's religion. You have access to anything you want to make your life amazing to use Sammy's word. But not only that, we have other people doing it. So it's, it's helping us to forge this path of heavenly sexuality faster because we're not doing it alone. So you guys are doing awesome. Mm. And Sammy can just sit there in his little cave and think his little negative thoughts. I'm not going to buy into it. Not today, brother. Negative. I'm never negative. I'm so I'm I'm a realist. That's what they say. That's what they call it. I'm a realist. Yeah. I just say say see it say it as it is, bro. Hate hate me on it. Sure. Hey, but that was a great yeah. segue into today's episode. You're talking about all these tools that we have available that didn't exist before. We understanding of our mind, psychology, sociology. People are doing it. So like we got people are modeling really healthy stuff that can benefit our lives. We want to give you guys another tool for your toolkit that doesn't get talked about so often. What might that be, Andrew? So it's if you are within the unificationist faith or loosely affiliated, you probably know about setting conditions uh, because a lot of people have done it before. But in my time working with people, I find that people do not typically access the full power of setting conditions. Uh, and they do it in a very limited way. And I've caught myself doing this. And I also recently caught my wife doing this. We had this amazing conversation where I really called her out <laughs> because let's just explain what are, the, what, what are the elements of a condition. And then I'll get into how I called my wife out. How about that, Sammy? What are the, what are the main yes. fundamental elements of a condition? All right. So a, con- a condition. Welcome to Unification Theology 101. Is that 201? Is this the advanced course? I think this is 001. 001. I mean, yeah, so growing up in this faith, you know, doing conditions was an integral part of our practice. And is the idea of there are these things, these activities that we do that sets a foundation for a good life of faith. And that's what we call the condition. And I don't, I don't know the, the, history of the vocabulary, why it's called a condition. It's con- conditional getting result is based on, I don't know, something like that. I'm just, uh, I'm just conjecturing. I don't know. Wait, what, what's the word in Korean? Do you know? It's the same. It's, uh, it's like since the, that word for sincerity, it's like you devote devotional. That's what they call it. Yeah. It's a devotion. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Or devotional condition. And maybe it's like, that's the full thing. And they shorten it to devotional. Um, the, the three elements are a time period. You need an A and a B. So I'm going to do this thing for uh, seven days, for three hours, for 40 days. Then you need a, pass off to you. Well, you need a central figure. You need somebody that uh-huh. is going to hear what you're doing and and receive it, right? Kind of like an accountability partner in a sense. Mm-hmm. And then? And then the last one, the last one is you need a offering, which you, you need a, practical thing that you're going to do during that time period yeah. and that you're going to offer up and report to this person. 
Yeah. So basically you typically write it down and say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to pray for 21 days on this thing. Right. And so that's, that's your offering is you're going to pray. Some people do even a time period of prayer. I'm going to pray for seven minutes. Uh, but I've heard mixed things about that. Um, but the point is that you do something for a period of time and you have a reason for doing it. Um, now here's, here's why I called my wife out and I want to just get this for the record because she was setting a condition. She's, she's a generalist. I think a lot of idealists fall under the category of generalists. Like I, I'm, I'm going to pray for world peace, you know? And I'm like, okay, Mm Good. That's not, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, but how will you know whether this was accomplished or whether you made any difference? And, you know, there's a very practical nature to that, that we need to fulfill within us to know that we're making progress or that we're contributing to something. Cause of course we can't always measure our efforts and sometimes you don't need to, you just need to give and forget. But other times you actually need validation that what you're doing is the right thing or is on the right path to doing the right thing or is making a difference to you or other people. So I was like, well, you know, what's, what's the internal thing that you want to get out of this of praying for world peace? And she's like, I don't know. I just, I just want to do it. (laughs) I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. so how do you know what you're doing? And so anyway, it, it stimulated this conversation where she really took it seriously. And I was like, well, if you could embody peace, what would it look like at the end of these 21 days? Cause she wanted to do a 21 day condition. And so she started to get more specific and she started to say, well, you know, I'd act like this. I'd be talking like this. How, and then I was like, how would we talk to each other? And, and what would you feel like, uh, during the daytime? And, and it started to paint a more vivid picture of what she was actually striving for. And that the next day, I swear to you, she was a different person. And, and she was surprised by it. I was surprised at how, how much she changed because she was alive. She was awake. She was really like, she's a totally engaged person. And that's really what she was looking after. But it took her getting more specific on, on what she wants to really do. The thing behind the thing, there's like, I want to pray for world peace. And I'm like, okay, well, let's say that's not going to happen tomorrow. What can you do to contribute to world peace tomorrow? Well, you could embody peace and okay, what does that look like? And like the more specific you get, the more that you can kind of measure it in a healthy way in order to stimulate that feedback response that everybody needs. Like, Oh, I'm getting better. I'm, I'm happier. I'm, you know, if, if it's too vague and it's too, I don't know, esoteric, it's, it's so easy to lose the purpose or just kind of throw it up in the air and hope, wish and pray that things get better without really experiencing self betterment. So you want the world to get better, but you don't see yourself as being better. That's, there's a discrepancy there. And so we should always embody the virtues that we wish upon the world, right? So it's, it's more of, of both. Of course we want to, you know, um, if, if it's praying for peace in a specific place, like I know our movement always prays for unification of North and South Korea, well, you know what would all like, that's great. That's important. And that's something that's in many ways beyond our control. But what would be a contributing factor that you could add to? How about reconciling with that person in your life that you've been fighting for, for a long time? That's making cosmic space for the healing on a larger level. The more that we individually create peace with enemies, because if you want North and South Korea just to unite, 
but you can't even like look at your wife or your kids or you're fighting with your neighbor. Well, guess what? That's not really realistic or congruent. And you're, you have kind of like this lottery mentality with your faith. So what's more practical is, of course, both are important, praying for the big thing, but also embodying it in your own small way. Take it away, Sammy. Somebody take this microphone away from me. I'm, I'm getting possessed again. So basically what we're saying is that conditions can act as a focal point for us to, to bring our, our lives forward and to, to stimulate growth spiritually for ourselves, emotionally. And that's a, what, everything you're talking about is a, like a fourth element that's not a part of the official doctrine, but we both advocate really strongly for as an element of conditions is you got to get really clear on the intention, the purpose of it. Like, why am I doing this? What do I want to accomplish with this? And that that's what drives the time period. It's what drives the, what your offering is going to be. It even would drive like, who are you going to report to about this and involve in this whole process? And, um, and, and with that in mind, conditions can, I mean, that you can go all over the place and, and, you know, you can utilize this in a lot of different areas. And the point of it is just using it as a tool to stimulate growth for yourself. Right. So for like, for examples, mm. I've done all kind. I've done uh, like real spiritual conditions where I've done like seven day fasting, amazing life experience for myself. Amazing. Amazing. Right. I've done like a uh, fitness conditions where like, I just, I just want to focus on like eating, you know, just better my health and eating really well. So it's like something I offered up in that way. I've done conditions where like that exactly that point, that point where like there's someone I beef with and I was like, I was, I wanted to get over that. So I've, you know, find ways to like serve them and love them during a time period with the intention of like, I really wanted to transform my heart towards that person. Yeah. I wanted, I, I just wanted to emphasize, cause you talked about fasting and this is like, this is age old. Pretty much every religion has something to do with fasting. Um, but now science is really getting into it and backing fasting as this amazing, this amazing, there's that word again, as a, as a very effective, efficient way to revitalize your body, your mind, you know, everything. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty remarkable what fasting can do. But, you know, I've also done fasting. I did a seven day fast in preparation for marriage to really like get focused on, you know, a lot of people in our faith do this. It's a seven day fast, but I had a real deep conviction and I really wanted to do a good job and, and not cheat and not even think about it, not worry about it. And it was such a deep experience for me. But at the same time, I've tried to fast for, I remember one time it was like a 40 hour fast and I was struggling like crazy. I remember I was in a subway doing some stuff and I could just smell the cookies and I was just dying. You know, those subway cookies are so damn good. And I was, I was rotting. It was the most miserable 40 hours. And I remember in the Bible, Jesus saying like, if you're going to fast, don't do it joyfully. Whatever you do, do it joyfully. Know why you're doing it. Because he said, you know, the people that are fasting mm. that have miserable faces is like, you're, you're not, pleasing God when you do that, like your motivation for it, your clear reason for doing it and your relationship, your constant relationship with the reason is extremely important in this process for you to have a dynamic, visceral experience during your condition, because miracles can happen in a short period of time. You're looking, uh, you're opening your antenna for a very specific thing. So it could be wisdom. I want to learn something. 
I just did a shorter condition because I wanted to understand where geographically I needed to be. And I didn't want to make that decision by myself. So I, I wanted to say, is it okay for me to stay here? Should I go somewhere? Is there something that I don't understand? Is the world about to change? And so that's not just on my conscience that I'm doing it together with a higher force. And that's really exciting because it's an important decision that I don't want to make alone. So to have a deep reason why and to to remind yourself of that continually during the condition itself brings value to the condition. Instead of just doing, I know people that, okay, I'm going to just do a, a bowing condition and they just do it. They, they run through the motions, but they're not getting, it's very transactional. You're just kind of doing it with this kind of employee mentality. Don't be an employee mm-hmm. of your faith. You got to be the owner of your faith. That means you, you, you have mm-hmm. to have true kind of ownership over every aspect mm-hmm. of it and know why you're doing it. There's a, there's an Instagram quote for you there, Andrew. Yeah. It's just that kind of like servant, like, okay, I guess I'll do it. And it's like, you're not going to get anything out of that. You're not, your faith mm-hmm. is, you might as well not have faith. You know, if, if it's, if it's going to just be out of obligation, then it really isn't faith in the first place. It's, mm. it's duty, duty and faith are different. And duty and duty is different, Sammy. Don't go there. Like you said, you said antenna, and it, it's the vehicle that allows God to work in our lives in whatever area that we're working on at that time or in that moment or whatever we're focusing on. And it's just a great framework for how even just like as humans, we're wired. We're wired to have this kind of structure and, and focus and to know what to do, when we're supposed to do it, for how long we're supposed to do it, what it's for. And I think it just perfectly illustrates the the elements that uh, people thrive in, and it takes all those pieces together, and 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 we can channel it in a direction that's important to us. So whatever it is that uh, that you know you're grappling with a specific decision, that's a great example, Andrew. You're saying about where should I bring my family, right? And um, wanting to get clarity on that. Whether it's like um, preparing for the for for marriage, preparing for the blessing, that's a really great thing to do conditions for. And just clarity and guidance, like what do I need to prepare and how do I need to grow for my unique marriage that I'm about to enter into with whoever it is. I also wanted to suggest that if if you're going after something big, you got to go big. So, you you know, it's, it's not a casual thing to, if you really want to go after, say, a deep realization, you want to understand something more deeply, then chances are you're going to have to go deep inside yourself. Because I recently heard a quote, you know, from somewhere, some somehow that just uh, life and living an abundant life and living a joyful life isn't about receiving. It's about letting go of all the things that are blocking us from that. And the same is true Mm -hmm. of wisdom is that we have access to all wisdom. Ideas, people don't just generate ideas from their brain. That's an impossible idea that it's somewhere inside their brain cells. They're tuning in to the ideas that have been around forever. They're just growing into those ideas. And so if you want to have a big uh, amount of growth occur, if you want to your heart to grow or your mind to grow or your spirit or your body, you want some big change in your life, then you have to be willing to really go for it. And that means Mm. a lot of praying or a lot of whatever it is that you're going for, you have to find the equivalent offering that makes sense to getting mm. that ultimate thing but it's not a bad thing to have desires if the if it's 
if it's like, I want to become a genius in 21 days, well, that's, that's a weird goal. But if you say, I want to understand more deeply, um, God's heart and, and, and it's because I want to be a better person or whatever, then that's extremely clear. And you will get that. That's the crazy thing is you will get it eventually. If you continually exert yourself in a very clear way and continue to make these offerings, you can get any amount of wisdom any amount of power, any amount of friendships, you can watch the world kind of just work in your favor if you're clear enough. But the fact is that most people don't live with that amount of clarity. Mm. It's all there for you. That's the create. And it's shocking when it comes true, when, when you have these realizations or when you get exactly what you're seeking after and you realize the stakes that we're playing with and the lackluster manner in which we normally live, it's shocking. It's like fall off your Mm, chair mm, level mm, shocking mm. when you, when the, when the universe like just falls into your lap and something happens so specific because you ask that specific question, it's like it, it'll, it's, it, it makes you the hair on your arms stand up. It's so scary Mm. that, Oh my God, this is real. God is real. All of this is real. We're not just floating on some random planet. This is actually like everything, this entire cosmos is for us. And we, and, and you become so much more engaged. And, and lastly, Sammy, I just wanted to say that we, we were talking before this call and something that I've been obsessing over in the past couple of weeks is this idea of living a dynamic lifestyle because everything is dynamic, whether we know it or not, except for our own growth, which is often static. And that's the only thing that we're actually responsible for. But when your faith becomes dynamic and you're thinking and all that, it starts to just, it, you realize that it's moving and it's, and it's constantly, uh, it's just so exciting. It's so exciting. There's no other way to live. And that's what a condition mm-hmm. can do is like you can measure your growth in a certain amount of time, which is why it's so important in terms of your own sexual integrity and, and growth and, and anything is to measure it because then you can course correct mm-hmm. too, or you can go deeper and find out more. But the fact is most people have no idea what they want and they're just coasting and they're basically asleep. Beautiful. Beautiful. So one point that stood out amongst all this, you said the, the, the necessity to input as much as you want to get out of it, right? Yeah. If you really want to like a, if you really want to want something big, what are you willing to put into it? It's, Always back to the gym. We're, we're, yeah. we're always here at, at our, our high noon podcast. We're always about the gym analogies. It's interesting how two skinny dudes can be so obsessed with exercising. Yeah. And, and <laughs> but, uh, you know, if your goal, getting clear on your goal, if your goal is to run a marathon, right, you got to have your program and your training needs to reflect that. It's not enough to be like, okay, I'm just, I'm going to take the stairs from now on. I'm not, I'm not going to ride the elevator. That's great if you just want overall health. But if you want something rigorous, you need rigorous training. So if you really want dynamic, dy- dynamicism, di- dynamite in your life and in, in, ele- in parts of your life that are important to you, and you know, our relationships are important, our, our health, our spiritual life, our emotional well-being, you know, these really building block areas of our life. If we want them to be exciting and dynamic, then, you know, we need to make them so. Yeah. Amazing point where you said the world is ever changing and is dynamic on its own, except for our own growth. That is, uh, is on us and we have responsibility for that. And that's divine principle one-on-one right there. Um, but honestly, 
it's a lot of it is just uh, how we're raised and and our educational system and all that is that most people really stop actively learning and growing after college. They kind of get a job, and that's that's even changing. So the idea of anything being static at this point is a farce. But you're either going to thrive in that environment. And, or you're going to struggle and you're every time you, something changes, you're going to want to escape it. And that's where porn comes in. That's where self-destruction, that's where drugs come in. That's where affairs come in because you can't handle the change. But if you are constantly creating your own change and you're at, at the same level of change as the world and even more, then you become a leader. Because you can anticipate change and you can, you can, it's, it's incredible. It's like, if you're slow, you're, you're a goner. You're going to get eaten up because, uh, this world is changing and, and, Mm. and being the same is no longer even remotely possible, but you're either going to struggle through it or you're going to thrive in this time. And so this is our warning to you is that conditions are a massive part of the answer. And that is to stay sharp, to know where to move, to know what is your responsibility and what's outside of your responsibility, all that. When somebody says, pray about it, I hate it. Like, oh, I don't know what should I do, this or that. And they're like, pray about it. And it's like, not many people can just sit down and pray and get an answer and be like, do this, my child. Or I guess there's heavenly mother, do this, my child. Uh, that I, there's so few people who have that kind of relationship with the divine, with the source, but you can do it if you space out and you, and you learn how to speak the language that, that your spirit is wired to. You might need to go out into nature. You might need to, uh, wake up early and, and just read a ton of, you know, Hunduke, whatever the case may be, everybody's a little bit different. So it's important that if you want to live a, an incredibly uh, vibrant life, you have to figure out what that means to you. And then you have to do the work necessary to achieve that. Mm. So uh, instead of praying about it, how about you just, we can do conditions about it. That will exactly. be a lot more fruitful seems. Exactly. Exactly. Because, okay. Last thing I really wanted to mention the coolest condition that I, that I remember hearing very specific. And that is if you're having trouble with somebody in your life, and this is from uncle Jerry Servito. I've talked about it a bunch cause he, he talks about it. Um, uh, if you're struggling with somebody in your life, you set a 21 day condition. Okay. This is very specific. And the first seven days is dedicated to praying about what you should do in order to resolve this conflict. It could be, you know, learning to listen to them, asking them how they feel about you. It could be buying them a present. It could be a multitude of things. That's not up to you. That's for you to learn in the first seven days, what you should do. The second seven days is about getting the right heart and the courage to do the thing that you feel compelled to do. Okay. So there's, there's room where you're kind of building momentum to do the thing. Cause it's usually not the easiest thing in the world, especially if you have, if you have issues with this person to resolve it is going to take a lot of open heartedness, open mindedness. And then the, the last seven days is to do it and you're on, you know, conditioned just to do the thing. And so very specific, right? Very specific, uh, 21 days. And that's from unification thought, uh, 
from from some mm-hmm. of these lectures, mm-hmm. and it's I think it's really cool. But imagine you can do that with any aspect of your life. You want to learn more about why you're addicted to pornography, or why you keep on fighting with your wife or husband or your kids, or why you keep on feeling ashamed of yourself at work or whatever. You can learn everything you need to know and you can then course correct and get the power to do whatever you need to do to have the most radiant life you can imagine. Mm. So I'm, I'm sitting here wondering how many conditions you've done for me, Andrew, <laughs> over the course of <laughs> we, I mean, we high noon has gotten over everything and we didn't do it just by psychologically making it work in our minds. We've, we've prayed a lot together. We've high noon, we've traveled the world. We've done a lot of intense stuff together and yet here we are, we still love each other. So that's a byproduct of us. We do conditions together as high noon, right? We've, we've always gone back Mm -hmm. to that. So, but yeah, I don't Mm -hmm. need, you're an easy guy to love Sammy. Come on. So wrap it up conditions. They're great. Yep. Time period. How long you can do this for? Uh, specific offering, what are you going to do? And uh, essential figure, who are you going to connect to? An accountability partner, who are you going to share this with and have a part of this whole experience? And uh, our recommendation is you get really clear on a, a purpose for this condition. What do you want to accomplish with it? What is it for? And just consider utilizing this as a tool, a resource in your toolkit for solving uh the problems that you're facing and um, answering the questions that you have right? yeah. and just looking for those answers and, and being training to be the owner of your life and just, and the owner of, you know, you're not, you don't force everything. Right. And, and it's not demand, but it's like you take responsibility for instigating um, the solutions that you need for yourself and revealing the answers that you're looking for. Yeah. And you allow yourself to be open to that. And you put yourself in the position for that. Absolutely, yeah. Just know that feeling discomfort is always a starting point, right? It's showing that you're reaching some sort of limitation, either physical, mental, spiritual. And so to identify what is the source of that discomfort and then what you need to do. Like if if you're physically uncomfortable, it's because you're not exercising enough or you're eating the wrong stuff or your body's in imbalance. Then what does your body need to, in order to correct itself, in order to find harmony? So this is all about your mind, your body, your spirit. These things, they all need to constantly be in harmony. Otherwise... Uh, you'll be sick in some way, shape, or form. So know that a condition can help clarify what it is that's going on wrong, and that's a fantastic starting point to then get clarity on what you need to do and then to do the things to resolve that 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 disharmony. And so you have the power. We have the power, and that's what we're meant to do. That's what our faith is meant to do is to help us be thriving entities so that we can connect and create amazing things together. Um, but you can't do it if, if you're out of harmony, if you're out of health, if you're out of mental health, spiritual health, physical health, you're, you're, it's, you're at a disadvantage. So I hope this really helps honestly. And if you guys ever have any questions about this, we're happy to talk about it, but, um, let your faith propel you to heights that you can't even imagine were possible. And then, and then get back to us. Right. Um, again, complaints, discomfort, all that is just a starting point. So don't stop there. Focusing on the problem is not a solution. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you very much. I'll, uh, Andrew shared one of his personal favorite conditions. I'll share mine. 
that my wife and I did. We did a uh, very sincere 21 day lovemaking condition every day for three weeks. And it was a beautiful first seven days and a grueling last seven days. And it brought us closer together than we thought. It's surprisingly hard to make love every day for that often. Middle seven days. What happened in the middle? Middles. Yeah. It just got progressively more difficult. The first seven days you're, you're very into it. And then it's just like, okay, the last few days were really tough. Robotic. No, not, no, it was tough. It was tough because we wanted to make, we were intentional to make it not robotic. Like we wanted to make an actual like lovemaking, not just having sex. Right. Got it. Got it. And that's just hard to do so frequently. Well, God speed to you, Sammy, for doing all this hard work of being a saint in the modern age. All right, guys. Yes. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll see you next time. Signing out. I hope you found that episode enjoyable. And before we go, I wanted to challenge you to take your life on, to take your life to the next level. And if you're struggling in any way with pornography, with masturbation, with issues of sexuality that just are not helping you at all, if you want to reclaim your life, reclaim your eyes and ears, your time, your energy, then take our free 15-day challenge. If you go to highnoon.org, you can find our 15-day challenge right there on the front page. Take it. It's absolutely free, no strings attached. We've designed it to help you gain some level of momentum in your journey of sexual integrity so that you can take the next step, whatever that may be. It could be to go to our deeper Ascend program, which is a 90-day program we have. It could be to reach out to that accountability partner. It could be to just take the whatever steps you need to take in your journey to build the life of heavenly sexuality that you deserve. So go to highnoon.org right now if you want to break up with porn and start to get engaged with the life of your dreams and eventually marry it. Doesn't it sound nice? So go to highnoon.org to find all of those resources and more. It's been a slice.